T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with two to three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Find your perfect fit with a custom suit from Indochino. From timeless classics to bold statements, you can express your style exactly how you want. Get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more at INDOCHINO.com with code PODCAST. On the latest episode of the Drum Shuffle Podcast, Jamie Eads talks with legendary drummer Horacio El Negro Hernandez. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, jamieeads.com, J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com. Are you overpaying for brand new tires? Stop it. Teens Tires is the answer. Visit them online at facebook.com slash teens tires or teenstires.com. That's T-I-N-E-S tires.com. Or feel free to call them at 304-729-6114. You want me to get out? You get out. Do you smell almonds? Nice mustache. You don't know what my breath smells like. Chest pass through him. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very nervous. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hey, kids. How you boys doing? Hey, keep chilling. Do you know who I am? From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, I'm Josh Witt. This is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Off-season episode 11 with Craig Keeney. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know... There's a Facebook page. Janet joined recently. Teresa joined recently. Join the Facebook community. <laughs> it's a small community, but join us on Facebook. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com is the email address. I did set the Gmail filter to trash, so nothing goes to the inbox. It all goes to trash, but you can test Google out. Send me an email. Let's see if it goes to the inbox or not. It's set for trash, though. Little WVU basketball news to speak of in the early part of June. NBA draft coming soon. End of the NBA season's coming soon. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the latest film by Quentin Tarantino is coming soon. And so that's the focus of this week's episode. We're talking Quentin Tarantino movies. Thank you to those who participated on social media. Give me your input on Tarantino's films. I share those and discuss it with blood cousin and real estate agent Craig Keeney. Spoiler alert for any movie directed by Quentin Tarantino. Also spoiler alert, there's a part of this conversation where it sounds like I'm being tased. This is good or bad news. I'm not being tased. It's just my relationship with technology. Something to do with wavelengths or whatever. Anyways, 
Here's my Quentin Tarantino conversation with Craig Keeney. Woody's Goodies is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. They have two locations in Marmette and St. Almas, West Virginia. They are the home of the discount deals. You walk into one of those stores, what you're going to find are discount deals. And right now, and I'm looking at their Facebook page. It's very key, if you're on Facebook, to go to the Woody's Goodies page on Facebook. Because they'll let you know what's going to be in the store. And as I'm recording this, and I'm looking at it on my phone right now, I can't guarantee it's going to be in the store. Solar-powered mole repeller. You put it in the ground. It's solar-powered. There's a picture in the bottom right-hand corner of a mole in obvious pain. You having a mole problem? Get a discounted mole repeller at Woody's Goodies. St. Albans, Marmette. <coughs> Syllabus. Al <coughs> now, brown cow. Al now, brown cow. Al now, brown cow. All right. <clears throat> Craig uh, Keeney. Oh, stop. You got to stop saying things. Oh, what the? Okay. All right, Craig Keeney. Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Josh, I'm excited to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. Oh, dude. Thanks for doing this. Uh, we're related. Yes, we're blood cousins. That is correct. I brought you on to talk about Quentin Tarantino. Uh, I saw the trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and... Um, I'm excited for it. And the more I thought about it, this is like in my lifetime, the only director that I think I've seen every movie and like will go to the theater to see one of his movies. What's what's your relationship with uh, Tarantino movies? Uh, his uh, his movies are always interesting because the trailers are confusing enough to make you want to see it. And then you're afraid not to see it in the theater because you're really afraid you're going to miss out on something special. So it's it's to me all all the trailers are just kind of all over the place. And then uh, and then you when you go to see the movie, you're like, yes, this is what I needed. This I, I agree. Um, it's <laughs> the they're all, they always catch your attention. Every every trailer does catch your attention. Um, but I've just been in since Pulp Fiction, and it was my favorite movie. For a long period of my life, I wouldn't say so now, but it I've seen that movie as so many times. Yes. Uh, yeah, lots of, lots of great characters. Oh, that. my gosh. All right, so let's get into it. So uh, he's done – okay, let's go through the list. We, we've got Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, uh, Jackie Brown. I'm counting Kill Bill as one movie, but it's broken up into two. It's a really long movie. Death Proof. Inglorious Bastards, uh, <laughs> Django Unchained, Hateful Eight. That's what we're working with. Of that list, favorite movie of yours from the Tarantino uh, list of movies? I think I think my favorite is the um, is probably going to be Reservoir Dogs. Ooh, the first one. Yeah, it's just uh, like I said, you've got your. 
your early uh, your guys that are kind of in their early careers and acting, everybody's uh, kind of on point with their quirkiness and their anger, and uh, people are getting shot. It's an exciting movie. It's an exciting movie. It's probably one of the most quotable movies of the list. Like I, even today, I still there's things that I have in my head from that movie that I use without even thinking about it. It's it's a good one. It's pretty good. Yes. Did I you know about that one before Pulp Fiction? Because that's like uh, we're talking about ninety no. two. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't know anything about that. Ninety two. You know, I was. Um, you know, I'm sitting. I was in junior high, watching Rex and Effects on the TV while I ate my super donut. <clears throat> it was way early. Way early. <laughs> uh, so I asked for other people's input. A couple. No votes for Reservoir Dogs. Two votes for Pulp Fiction. Somebody said Kill Bill. Three votes for my favorite, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Um, it's it's a uh, lot of quotable stuff. Uh, lots of visuals. The characters are so memorable to me. Uh-huh. And coming off of Death Proof and like kind of thinking, oh no, now we're going down like a He's just doing action movie kind of path. And then that came out and like the tension, you know, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, a lot of his movies, you think about tension that he builds in the movie. Uh, That movie has like three or four drawn out scenes where it's, it's thick. The tension is thick and it, I think it's better than Pulp Fiction and it's my favorite Tarantino movie. It's a really good movie, and uh, and that's I think that's what he's known for is that tension and that build up and conversations. But also, what I enjoy is the bloodshed. That <laughs> and everyone, it gets over the top to the point where if you're not if you're not grossed out, if you can get past the grossed out point, then it's hilarious because it's, it's so outrageous. I mean, so like three words to describe Tarantino, like. Tension would make the top three, but also uh, violent. And uh-huh. um, what's the th- like uh, uh, vulgar? I don't know. Is it, is I think it, it might be like a quirkiness or like a weird or like a, yeah. A way, I don't know. He's got he's got characters that sometimes I feel like don't fit, and then as I watch the movie again, if they 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 do actually fit, that's why he's a genius. Uh, yes, I would agree with that. So worst movie. Of the list, I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, man, I liked Death Proof, um, but the one where the didn't he do the one with the the, the lady with the gun on her leg, and then uh, the lady with that, the gun on her leg. Well, wasn't that like? Crime oh House no, that was that was uh, Rodriguez. That was the first part of like they came out as two movies. That was Planet Terror. Yeah, no, I didn't like that one. Not, I mean, but that's 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 not on him. He didn't direct that one. That's oh, the well, from Dust Till Dawn guy. That's well, Rodriguez. That makes sense because got from Dust Till Dawn. I hate that one too. That's <laughs> um, and not a Tarantino directed movie, but he was uh, one of the main characters. Oh man! So worst movie in my opinion. Hmm. Man, there's I don't know if there's a worst. Uh there's I've watched every one of them at least twice. 
So, um, so death, it's death proof for me only because it's, it's, and there's a lot of things that catch your attention and the Kurt Russell character is great and the ending is great. But to me, it's the, it's the lightest one. Like I don't go back to that one. Like I enjoyed yeah. it. I've enjoyed yeah. all of his movies. It's the one that, that's the, uh, the, the, it's the lightweight of the group for me. I don't find different things in death proof. Yeah, I it's, think I'm going to. I think I agree with you on that one. After looking at it, I don't think I've watched Death Proof twice, so that that pre-statement was a lie. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Death Proof doesn't have enough. Uh, there's not enough going on for me. There's not enough. Uh, it was just kind of. You're right. It was kind of like in, in comparison to everything else. And that like Hateful Eight for like if I was being honest, I'd say Hateful Eight right now. But I bet if I. I bet when I watch it a couple more times, I'm going to catch a lot more things because that's probably the one I've seen the least. And it's the most recent one. And uh, it was it was a weird first watch, but I think I'd enjoy it um, like the third and fourth, fifth time, like catch things that I missed the other times. Yeah, yeah. Once you watch it, I had to watch it again. I watched it in the theater and then I watched it again and I noticed that uh, there's a lot of, you know, when you watch the characters interact, there's some there's some good stuff in there, dude. And it's on Netflix, four yes. part unedited, like uh, well, not unedited, but like super super version. Yes, I'm con- yes. I'm concerned that that that's a rabbit hole. I don't know if I I don't want I don't know if I want to go down that. It's scary. Yeah, that one was uh, that. I mean, you watched it, it, Kurt? No, I didn't watch that specific okay. one. But Kurt Russell in in the hateful eight. Oh my gosh. Is I don't even I can't explain it. He is he is definitely immersed in. I've been in a cabin in the woods for uh, for decades, and it's like the roughest character I've ever seen. Oh my gosh! Yeah. All right. So all right. So all right. Favorite character, and let me give the input from the. I'm putting this in air quotes. Audience of this podcast. So uh, one vote for Jules, played by Sam Jackson in Pulp Fiction. Uh, somebody just said anyone from Kill Bill, and it's it's probably got the most <laughs> memorable characters. That yes. one of Reservoir Dogs. Aldo Rain got a vote. Uh, yes. The guy that, that played by Brad Pitt in, in Glorious Bastards. Give me a couple of nominees, and then give me your top character from a Tarantino movie. Uh, man, nominees. There's, there's. I mean, you could pick any any character out, but I picked out a top three. Okay. My number three on the list is Max Cherry from uh, from Jackie, <laughs> Jackie Brown. Jackie uh-huh. Brown. He, I think he's that character. He's pretty much like everybody in that. He's, he wants to be a good guy. The opportunity comes along uh, to get really rich and uh, maybe get love, and so he's you know he's swayed a certain way. So I think that guy's super relatable. Yeah. So that's why he's my number three. Number two, uh, Mr. White, Reservoir Dogs. Oh, gosh. Um, super in control of the situation. He's a seasoned vet when it comes to robbing people and shooting people. <laughs> uh, he likes tacos. I, I, I like that. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, he just knows what to do when a manager starts talking trash to you. He's, so he takes care. <laughs> um, he's got a lot of memorable lines. Uh, from that movie, uh, him screaming in the car. There's just yeah. a lot going on with him. It's a, it's yeah. a good choice. Yes, yeah, so that's number two. Number one on my list of, of all the movies, uh, Pi May. <laughs> that guy 
is, uh, um, I don't know. He, he's got this aura of, uh, of awesomeness and he doesn't, he doesn't really care about what's going else. Like what's going on in the world. Um, he kind of has his beliefs and then you, you, unless you get with that, then you're lesser than he is and, and he can kill anybody at any time. But it's, 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 that character is insane. Uh, almost like a mythical creature. Like yes. the build up to meeting him is great in that movie. You meet him. He's like, He's standing on swords and he can punch through wood with just the length of his hand and yes. does it very easy. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know. I don't even know if it's a character thing. I'm not even sure if it's possible, but like the 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 beard and the mustache that is like the head on your hair, I mean the hair on your head, that is what I, I don't know if you know if you can achieve that, but that to me is instead of tossing your hair, he's tossing his beard. Listen, man, the seventh, the seventh time he tosses his beard in like three minutes, <laughs> it's it's amazing. Uh, oh man, he hates Yankee women, you know. <laughs> he doesn't like their sass. Sense. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of tank the cantankerous. Um, that's a fantastic pick, and and Pai May did make my top three. He's number three for me, for all the reasons you mentioned. That the montage of her like getting better and learning, underrated. Really enjoyed that yes. part. Um, yes. But anytime he talks, you got to pay attention. It's dynamite. Yes. Uh, number two for me is Jackie Brown, uh, Pam Greer's character in the, and obviously Jackie Brown. Like underrated amount of things that she says that's awesome and just like easy to root for. Yeah, she's not. She's not 100% good, but like she, like as much as uh, Cherry is in control, she pretty much has control, like one little part where she's not in control in the movie, and but the rest of it, she's got it and knows what's going to happen. And right. uh, just love it. Great character. And then somebody matched the one I like. It's, it's from my favorite of the group, uh, Brad Pitt's character in, in Inglorious Bastards. Um, <laughs> The accent, amazing. Like what he's doing with his face throughout the movie, his Italian yes. accent, yes. dynamite. He's yep. menacing when he needs to be, like kind of plays the um you probably think I'm dumb because of my accent, but like one of the one of the guys that are talk about in control, that guy for most part is in control in that movie. And just a memorable dude. Like it's just um uh, the other guy got the uh, Academy Award, and he's a great character too. But like, I don't what like you put it with Brad Pitt's performance in that is like you're talking about his his accent and snatch, like hit, some of the weird things he's done. Burn after reading is really weird, but like this one for me, tops. He's great. Yeah, it and was, he makes it me was, laugh. It was like it was the over the top. Um, it was the over the top. Uh, jarhead military guy i mean like you're right the face and it was just kind of like i'm here i'm here to i'm here to you know be in charge and to, and to to tear some things up oh gosh it just everything that comes out of his mouth is gold and him repeating things in italian it's just it it slays me every time um we didn't neither one of us said a sam jackson character and he's in every one of those movies in some form yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. He's he's got really good characters, but 
I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, know. I Jules is great. Yes. Um, the guy he plays in Django is memorable. Like he's not yeah. in a lot of the movie, but when he's in it, like he's the man. Um, but yeah, didn't didn't crack our top three. No disrespect to Sam Jackson, one no, of the great people is- yelling curse words um, in history. Right? Like I don't know yeah, who does I that mean, better. He's also the guy running the show in the the Hateful Eight, pretty much. Him and Kurt Russell are basically <laughs> running the show in there in that one, and uh, and that was a good character. But I feel like sometimes he gets lost because he ends up being who he is. Right. So it's like you've seen that before, but now he's got a different costume on, and you know he's yelling and there's curse words and people are getting shot. So maybe that's why I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's probably unfair. Underrated Sam Jackson and Tarantino movies. Yes. All right. Uh, overrated in Capital One commercials. All right. Favorite scene. Give me some. Uh, give me some favorite scenes from from the Tarantino universe. Uh, one of them has to be Kill Bill when when she uh, when she goes breakdancing moves to cut off everybody's legs. And uh-huh. arms. Uh, that one for me. Just watching it all happen, uh, it just makes me wish I was there, like at the table across the room, kind of watching all that go down. Because there's a lot going on right there. I mean, people are getting legs cut off. Japanese steel is serious stuff, and, and yeah. she's she's in full control. But that scene with the music playing and the it's good. Like there's a leg standing there, and then there's a guy holding his leg or his hand or something. I don't know, like. It is. <laughs> it's such a good. Yeah, scene. it goes from color to black and white to like blue screen and like lots of blood throughout, um, and so much. Yeah, so much murder in that in that long scene. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The, the other one I would I think of is um, Django when uh, towards the end there where he finds out what they're up to, and um, uh, the guy who won the award and I can't think of his name right off, but he uh, he refuses to shake uh, DiCaprio's hand. Right, and, and everything goes wild from there. Oh my uh, gosh. But that whole scene is uh, that's another one that's kind of tense. Right. So um, they're serving white cake. Uh, it's, uh, it's super racist. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's 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 another thing that he does well is he takes something that is. Uh, that you're not supposed to be using or you're not supposed to be doing, or it's kind of taboo. And then he just uses it throughout the entire movie. Dude, I feel that the most uh, Django Unchained was on cable television. This is me being an old person. Oh no. And the top of the screen said TV 14. And my understanding is if you're 14 years or older, it's suitable. (laughs) And yet like, like, (laughs) Like horses are exploding and like people's faces are exploding. Yeah. And um, it seems like uh, it should be older than 14. Uh, and it shouldn't be on cable television because yeah, it is lightly that edited. Would, that would be a nightmare to edit, I would think. There's so much going on. <laughs> they didn't edit, they left it in, including, you know, as I mentioned, uh, and I'm sorry, this is just what it is just um, explosions of blood. My top yeah. three. Uh, I don't know. It it always gets me in Pulp Fiction where they're talking about um, like how God stopped the bullets and then the poor guy gets shot in the face in the backseat in Pulp Fiction. 
That's a good one. It That's gets me every time. Really it's quick, and then everything that happens after that and how that gets taken care of, it's it always gets me. Uh, another scene from Kill Bill, um, the the fight scene in the trailer between uh, Uma Thurman and L, uh, the lady yes. with the eye patch. Yes. Uh, everything about that, fantastic. Um, how that ends is amazing. And then, um, and these are in no particular order. And then the opening scene of Inglorious Bastards, uh, the the guy drinking the milk and yes. and the guy like, hey, let's smoke pipes. And then he comes out with this monstrous pipe, and um, just so menacing, like sets the tone for the movie. I was freaking out the first time I seen that. But there's like, there's just you know when the. There's a lot. There's a lot to choose from. Um, it's it's why he's great. You said he's a genius. I agree that he is a genius. Well, that's like the scene you were talking about from Pulp Fiction. I had to. I think I had to watch it a second time to realize why or what even happened to Marvin in the back seat because you don't pay attention to the gun when he turns around. You're watching. Um, it just happens so fast, right? Yes, you're watching Vince's face talking, and then there's blood all over the back. Oh. Yeah, I had no clue what happened. And how he doesn't react. He's like, I think I just shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> and he just, he says it exactly like that. And it's um, that shouldn't be funny, but you're laughing, and I laugh when I watch that. It's no. um, it's great. And the, uh, the one that's the, the sword fighting in the trailer, that I don't even know. I haven't been around a lot of people that had their second eye yanked out. I'm not sure if that's the <laughs> pr- appropriate reaction that she had. Uh, but she was super angry about the whole story. <laughs> well, of course she is. Yes. Uh, because yes. and and he doesn't resolve that. You just kind of move on. You assume she dies. They leave it at the end as a question mark. Like who knows? It's um. But yeah, yeah, I'd be mad about that. Um, <laughs> so good. All right, man. Uh, and then uh, one to ten, ten being super excited, one being indifferent. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Hollywood. What's your, what's your excitement for the upcoming I, movies? It's, it's it's always the same. It's always like a five. It's always indifferent um, until we get more of the trailer and we get more a little bit of a teaser, and then I'm I'm more interested. But right now it's still just like a five. You got you got characters that are you know kind of unique and you don't know a whole lot, and I haven't read up on it or anything, so I'm just kind of like. Well, I can't wait for more, you know, but uh, right now I'm just kind of like, well, here we go. I'm going to go watch it regardless. It's a it's an eight for me. You know, Al Pacino's in this movie, right? Yeah, I did hear about that. <laughs> I did hear about that, but I don't even know. He's like 146 right but now. Yeah, but so I don't, I don't know what to do with that other than I'm intrigued. That That's right. interesting. And then seeing leathery faces of yeah. uh, DiCaprio and Pitt, it's um, I'm in. That's all I need to be in. And plus, it's, he's my guy, Tarantino. So Yeah, he's obviously not into good-looking characters. Uh, and he's showing that now with the, with this latest installment. It's fantastic. All right, man. That's uh, Thanks for nerding out with me on uh, Tarantino. Uh, appreciate you joining me. And, and thanks, Craig, for being on Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Thank you. I appreciate it. Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. 
They're a full service graphic shop. They make custom designs for their customers. And each week I tell you that they can put your design on over 1 million promotional products. And they can do that. But they really are good. And they're good at everything. They're really good at t-shirts. And they can do any size order of t-shirts. They can do it all. Let's say you need three t-shirts. Dyer Prime has you covered. 13 t-shirts? May not want to order 13. 27 t-shirts? They got it. 45 t-shirts. 44 of which are extra large and one medium. They can do that. Pick a number of t-shirts. Dyer Prime can help you out. Call or text them, 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at dyerprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Big thank you to Craig for joining me on the podcast again. He's a real estate agent. Did you hear how personable he was? He can help you with your house purchasing or selling needs. Find him and his realtor page on Facebook, or you can text him, 681-245-2517. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Apple Podcast. iTunes doesn't exist anymore. Apple Podcast does. Listen there. Listen on anchor.fm. Listen on Overcast. Listen on CastBox. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars. Leave a review. Those are all nice things to do. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2018-19 season. I don't know what they were. It was bad. For the 2019 and 2020 season, there's zero and zero. You know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in France? A royale with cheese. Yeah, they they don't have the metric system. They don't know what a quarter pounder is. Big Mac's the same, only they call it Le Big Mac. A Whopper, I don't, I don't know. I didn't go to Burger King. You know what they dip their French fries in? Mayonnaise. <laughs> I've seen them do it, man. They drown it in that stuff. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with two to three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The last thing you want to hear when you need your auto insurance most is a robot with countless irrelevant menu options. Which is why with USAA Auto Insurance, you'll get great service that is easy and reliable all at the touch of a button. Get a quote today. Restrictions apply.